my girl ain't been acting right. My homies ain't been acting right. My money gotta stack it right. Can't let them try to take my life. My plug ain't been acting right. The drugs ain't been smacking right. Money gotta stack it right. Can't let them try to take my life. I say my girl ain't been acting right. My homies ain't been acting right. My money gotta stack it right. Can't let them try to take my life. My plug ain't been acting right. The drugs ain't been smacking right. Money gotta stack it right. Can't let them try to take my life. More money, more problems. Life's problematic. Everybody got it. Can't be caught without it. Yo, 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 man, what's good? It's your boy Jay Bennett here for another Epi for Cushion Coffee Podcast. Today we got my man Nate from New Insurance Podcast, man. He, it's a young brother that reached out to me, man. He's like, hey, man, can I get on your podcast? I was like, yeah, bro, no problem. We'll schedule you in, man. Go ahead and say what's up yeah. with them, Nate. Yeah, I appreciate you, bro. It's Nate, New Insurance Podcast, man. You know, like I, when I said to you, I said I manifested that shit, though. Yeah. Like, I hope I can get on there. Yeah, yeah. So whenever you was willing to do it, I was going to do it. Yeah, yeah. So the fact that we actually got it done, you know, that fast, man, that's crazy to me. I appreciate it. Oh, sure. man, see, like, closed mouths don't get fed, my brother, you know? It's all love with me, bro. I promise you that. It ain't going to be nothing less. You know what I'm saying? That's all I have to give is the uplift and love to another motherfucker next to me. You know what I'm saying? Because I just want to see everybody else prosper just like... If I'm capable of helping you prosper, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? If you got a great idea, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm with it. I'm with the shits. For sure. Like, because I look at it, bro. It's a, like, you know, so podcasts are just everything now. It's yeah, everything's blowing so up. Every state got one. Every city. So doing that, you know. Bro, you could probably throw a stick in any direction now. Yeah, People real. are doing that podcasts. That in there. Like, straight up. But it's like, sometimes, I, I you know, like, when I reached out, I, I was on, I just went out on a limb. I was like, man, hopefully. It's all good. And then a couple people, uh, they was like, you should try that. See what happens, you know. And um, I was glad that you, you know what I'm saying, was definitely down to do it. Because I looked at it. It's a whole lot of other pods in Chicago that, yeah. I, that I also listen to and watch. But it's like, I look at, I look, I kind of look at their, who they done had so far. Or do you see their follower count and shit? You be like, man, if I reach out, <laughs> nine times out of ten, they probably won't respond. So, I, I, if if you weren't gonna reach out, I probably would have reached out sooner or later. Because I'm always looking for people to kind of get on anyway. So if you know anybody that wants to get on, talk about it. And uh, the reason why I started, it's like like cushion coffee is probably like it probably be like oh, do you just talk about cushion coffee? No, actually, it's just having conversation between creators. You know what I'm saying? Just like because I go through a lot of shit dealing with what I do with because I do photography and, and videography. And I kind of been straying away from videography because these people just don't understand the work ethic that goes in behind the scenes of them capturing their right. shit for them. You know what I'm saying? People, I think, take advantage of creators somewhat because they don't, they just think like, okay, I got this $500, but $500 is going to get you what? A, a scene, but they want like four scenes, you know what I'm saying? Or they want stabilizers they want drones they want you know what i'm saying so i kind of been venturing away from that getting back to my first love is photography and i've been killing that and that's why i usually just started the podcast for because i wanted to pick other people's minds other creators minds like how they deal with their time life family you know what i'm saying just like all in general because it's a lot man because i'm a father of five so just for me it's it takes a lot and people don't understand and they just think because how how can i say this like I had my first two and they're they're like older. You know what I'm saying? Now they're like old. Like my son's about to be eighteen this year, so my daughter's just turned fifteen in January. So now at this point I was thinking in my head, yeah, all right, cool. Three years ago anyway, this is three years ago. My babies are three, two and one, about to be one at home right now. 
So I three-peated that shit like Jordan, dog. Back-to-back <laughs> <laughs> -back jacks on him. Damn. Yeah, bro. So, like, but I had other plans and shit, so not able to move forward with those plans, so I had to be a dad again. So now, like, missing all the time that I had with the first ones, and now me having a second opportunity to spend more time with the second ones, it kind of, like, fucks me up, my creative side now. You know what I'm saying? Because I just want to be home all day with, the, with my wife and the kids. I feel like uh, that's my job but other creators out there that like Gary V shout out Gary V he kind of taught me a lot uh, he just says man look my family's got to know that what we do as for business and life are our, our passion you know what I'm saying I won't be able to succeed it if I, I, I give you my time oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying my time needs to be devoted to my passion in order to be uh, a provider and also to follow my dream so that way they'll leave your kids in footsteps and shit like that too so like it's harder for me now than it was like five years ago you know what i'm saying so um but that's where the reason why i got into it is because i just wanted to hear other creators oh, yeah. fucking opinion you know what i'm saying just yeah. so i know we could relate to a lot of people and a lot and, and another thing is uh i bring a man's mental health too a lot so that way we could talk about that later on but just as far as we get into it so people understand what we this show is more about not just cushion coffee you know like that's kind of like for me honestly what made me want to do the podcast with Will. one i was watching them shits a lot <laughs> so yeah. it's to the point where it's like this is all i'm watching and two i look at like a lot of interviews whether it's a podcast or a radio show or whatnot sometimes i'll be like you know they want to i could tell they want to ask the question that people want to know that answer to, but it's kind of, if it's a touchy subject or it's fresh, that's like, I don't want to answer that right now. Yeah. But it's like, damn, I wish I would have asked because at least, or maybe it would have been me that they decide, you know what, because I fuck with you, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to answer the question that everybody wants to answer. But if this was any other show, I probably wouldn't type shit. Yeah. So it's always that. So it's like, I was like, damn, why they didn't ask me this question? Why they didn't ask why when they was in the studio working on this song? Was it anybody else that they wanted to feature on that song? Yeah. Or did they not show up that day? He was like, fuck it, we just gonna do this. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And we gonna, I just reach out for another one for a different song. But it would have been nice to have both of y'all on it. But it's just, if I'm, I got mines on there, you got yours. I'm, I could live with that. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be, it might be a good song. You know what I'm saying? But then he's like, I just, but some people be like, I had them in mind along with you. So it sounded that way. Yeah. But they didn't ask that question, so we never know if that's what it was. You know what I'm saying? So now, so that's kind of what it was with me. It was like I would see them interviewing musicians, whether they sing, rap, play instruments, whatever. So I was like, okay, well, I do listen to music a lot. So you know what I'm saying? That'd be my that'd be like my gateway into what they're doing. Especially now, since I'm an older person, like I don't want to just be one of them older ones that were like, man, I can't fuck with it because you talking about some shit that's totally beyond me. But a lot of the shit that y'all doing, the beat is what catches me. So I'm like, you know, I like his beats, his selections. So I started listening to the song. Then over time, the song get catchy to me. So now when I hear it, yep. I just play it. <clears throat> so, you know, it's like, all right, you know, I'm starting to do that. So that's kind of what it is with me. Like a majority of the guests that's been on my show has been people. I had a couple of people that we were around the same age, but majority of them being younger. But it, if it wasn't for either somebody that they knew, 
I was hearing they shit, so now I started listening to their stuff or whatever. Or if it's somebody that I already interviewed, I'm like, what's going on with so-and-so? Would they be interested? And then they reach out and we get it together. So that's kind of how. So now I done had a, like a bigger respect for the music that I probably thought was crazy at first. Hey, speaking of that, so now you get to hear all this music, right? Coming from the region, from Chicago. And what do you think about it, dog? Like, like your personal opinion, after like you being so like saturated with so one sound, but then you hear all these other sounds that the Chicago area has to give. Like, how do you feel, dog, like about that? Shit. Man, it's tough because, you know, I, I saw the, I was already like in my late 20s when the, when the drill movement hit for Chicago. Yeah. And we was getting all the exposure. I was like, damn, this is crazy. Because before, we only had like a handful of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I ain't gonna, and they wasn't really taking nobody's style. Whatever they was rapping like, that was how they was rapping. But now, then when the drill movement came, every, you seen a whole lot of people that probably back, if they tried it before at that age, and be at that time, they probably wouldn't even got the look. They yeah, you too violent for us. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they would have gave them a crazy look, so it'd been like, okay, like, well, I don't think I could fuck with it. It ain't until somebody do it and it's successful that everybody do it. But like, once that started, it was just crazy to me. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna start listening to it because I mean, this is the crib. So let me at least listen to what they saying. Yeah. And when I start liking it, you know what I mean? I was, I was like, okay, cool. But then. You know, they took off, and then you got a whole new movement. Everybody's doing it. But the only thing I don't like, in my personal opinion, though, is, like, I feel like some people kind of, like, you copying what somebody did. Because some people, bro, you know, it's crazy when they get exposed. It's like, damn, this whole time. You, There's no originalness. It's like, damn, so you were saying you was from the city, and you shot videos in the city, but maybe there was just people you knew, so they was gonna let you rock. But originally we found out this is the really your background, so now it's like the authenticity. That's the main thing I noticed about this movement, is like a lot of authenticity. Like they make sure to document, show you this is what we're doing. But then some people, you know, fraud come out. So that's why I say like the, uh, the way I, I just like the fact that we still, even after that movement, because now it's like New York drill. I just like the fact that we still relevant though. Yeah, we still come back. Like, no, nah, we we was taking, we sampled this. We that's a Chicago artist we sampled for my song type shit. You know what I'm saying? So I I like it, but it's like they should sound so much alike compared to how ours was. Like everybody was getting a young chop beat, but. You, did, you found out your homie did be, so you gave your homie a chance. So he sounded different, but you still was doing what you was doing, so it worked. It, to me, the New York drill, some songs I fuck with, but it's just like, it sounds the same. The beat sounds the same, so it's repetitive. So I don't hardly listen to it as much. So that's when I started listening to people that I know, personally, that do music. I started listening to their shit a lot more. Seriously, like, instead of me, I listen to your song, and then I bring it up. Then I find myself listening to somebody else. But now, with everything being so repetitive, I find myself listening to some pe a person that I know. And I listen to this shit more. And then they know I do, because then when I bring it up to them, like, man, bro, you did that. I wish you would have shot a video of that song. So that's why I say I, I, I like the fact that Chicago is still relevant musically. You know what I'm saying? Compared to like when somebody else's wave take off, people still tend to want to come back here. So, so like, as, as far as like, uh, also like, 
for me, like after hearing a lot of people on my podcast song, because usually I open up like we did for your, is that your cousin at Ozone? Ozone 815, shout out Ozone. Uh, he opened up for us for the podcast, for today's podcast. Big shout out to him, because he was my first guest. <laughs> yeah. So everything else kind of started after him. But with him being the one that put me in the, to point me to the person that produces the show and shit, and then he was like, I'll just come on as your first guest. I was like, what? fuck it, <laughs> let's go. Yeah. And we end up touching on shit that I ain't even know. So I was like, cool. You know what I mean? Like the shit I did know, like I hit them right away. Yeah. And he'd give me a backstory. I was like, oh shit, okay. So this is all new. Yeah, from like me hearing the sound around here, I'd be like, man, like all this talent around Chicago and all you hear is like little Dirk style. No, no disrespect to any of that, but that's the way the wave's going. But as far as that, like, you know, G Herbo is going up, but it gets kind of like you say too. Like you know what I'm saying, repetitive is kind of like the same shit over and over. He he's Chicago drill, but you know, Al Hitter got a different style. Shout out Al Hitter, like I fuck with him, and I was a fan before he even came on a podcast. That was the crazy part because I I became a fan when I shot at the Two Chain concerts. I I had shot photography for it, and um, I heard him come out with that Oh Yeah song, and I was like, man, this shit go hard. You know what I'm saying? Badass kid at the school in the cup with a two, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I felt that shit. Like it was like, oh shit, fucking out here coming out here with this shit. And then I was like, man, I went home and looked for him, and I found him finally and shit. And then I was like, damn, that's just dope as fuck. It'd be dope to get him on the podcast. Manifested, like you said, you manifested that shit too. So it's like, and then he crossed my path, so I took the opportunity. I'm saying that's another thing too, man. There's a lot of times that we walk in the path and you don't even keep your head up because you think uh-huh. you're looking down. Me missing your blessings and your head is down. You know what I'm saying? You got to keep your head up. Yeah. Pay attention, especially address people in the room type shit because you don't never know who you can meet. You know oh, yeah. Sometimes, bro, that's what open the doors for you. You know what I'm saying? It's just... See, I ain't had too many uh, experiences yet outside the show where, like, somebody I interviewed, I go to one of their shits. I only did that maybe twice. And that was with my man's um, Southside Point. He had a listening party. And I showed up to that, and um, he, you know what I'm saying, made me feel involved, you know what I mean? Instead of me, like, just being there and listening to music, like, he's like, yo, what you think about this? Asking me questions. I was like, okay, bet, you know, and I gave my honest opinion, you know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying, that was dope to do that. And then, like I said, my cousin, Ozone, he he had shows, so I come support, you know, I take the, you know, videos on my phone, then I send it to him, he look at them, you know what I'm saying, and then, uh, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, a matter of fact, uh, Mark is no good be at the, you know, the, he been on your show. The uh, He be at a lot, they be at a, like a lot of their shows. So they on the same bill a lot. So it's like, all right, you get, I get a chance to see them. You know what I'm saying? And then um, just building with them. And then, uh, you know, his producer, Mike, get a lot of the shows too. So that's how I got the bill with him. So it's kind of cool to like be at some of these events. You know, like I said, and then with me doing this, I, that wasn't even my goal to actually, like, you ain't even got to tell me to come to your shit. Yeah. I, but, you know, the fact that you came to mind and you know I really fuck with your shit, so you know. Because I don't like, you don't know, sometimes you just get that weird, if it's just, especially me, I go dolo, so if I go, I get a weird feeling sometimes because he's like, you the new nigga yeah. in the room, so it's kind of like a Who reintroduction. Are you? Yeah. You know, he's like, fuck, that's me. I get like, damn, bro, I got, you know, Nate, you know, trying to be, Trying to be social and not anti-social. Not, yeah. not trying to make it seem like I ain't want to come to your shit. Like, I came. 
I don't want to be there, but it's like, damn, I forgot. I was going to be, I'm going to walk in this room <laughs> and everybody pretty much know everybody. Yeah, except for you. Except for me. So it's like, I get that feeling sometimes. But yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, a lot of what, I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm opening my palate more now. So it's like, all right, yeah, yeah I'm going to try to come to your shit. Even though in the back of my mind, I'm probably like, man, I'm going to feel kind of awkward, but I mean, nah, I'm going to, I'm going to come anyway. Yeah, you just got to get over that doubt though, bro. Yeah. That's all it is. It happens, man. Like, that's a lot of things I dealt with in photography, bro. Like, uh, self-doubt putting out more. I just explained this to my wife today. Because I, I still do the same with videography. I know I could kill this shit. I just don't like what other people opinion is going to be based on it. But in reality, though, we ain't really got to give a fuck about whoever thinks about our art. Whatever we think thinks about our art. You know what I'm saying? Because it's our art. It's our expression. It's not theirs. There's some people who are just mad because they ain't doing it. You know what I'm saying? And we're taking steps further than they ever accomplished in their lives. You know what I'm saying? Because we're trying new opportunities. We're opening up new doors. We're meeting new people. You know what I'm saying? And we're making shit happen. Coming together, cross-platforming. You know what I'm saying? No insurance. Speaking of that, man, where, where'd you, how'd you come up with No Insurance Podcast? Tell me about that. You know, all right, well, you know, when I was trying to come up with names for the show, of course, it was simple shit. You know, I was like, Nate's World or... Some shit like that. And I was like, nah, man, don't, that don't sound too appealing, in my opinion. It was just like, I just threw some shit together. Yeah. But, you know, insurance came from being at work, fooling, messing around with some of the equipment at work. And, you know, we drive these things called units. So we was driving a unit, and one of my people that I know at the job, that I've been knowing, I've been knowing her for years, she had came through there, and I was trying to, I pulled it over to get off. And she was like, whoa, you too close. I was like, don't worry about it. We ain't got no insurance on these vehicles. She was like, well, they ain't got no insurance on me either and shit. I was like, all right, you right. Fuck it. Then fast forward, you know what I'm saying? I was doing overtime. And just at the end of the night, night over, so we just fooling around, cracking jokes and shit. So I took one of the units to the front. One of my guys hopped on the back of it. And they was like, yo, be careful, bro. You fuck around. Take a sharp turn or something. He fall off. I was like, man, we good, bro. I'm scraped besides. We ain't got no insurance on these vehicles type shit. And he was like, bro, ain't no insurance on me. Like, we ain't got no insurance on these hoes either. <laughs> and then after that, I was like, we ain't got no insurance on these hoes. Just fucking around. Just kept repeating that shit over and over again. Then one of my boys, he recorded me saying that shit. He was like, what you say? I was like, we ain't got no insurance on these hoes. He busts up laughing and shit. So, <laughs> you know. It, to me, I was, you know, it was repetitive. No insurance so, on these hoes. That's, that's all I kept saying, though. I just kept saying no insurance on these hoes, just as a little Bro, you show. should make a shirt like that. <laughs> I, I promise know. you, bro, that's a shirt hey, right hey. there. No. <laughs> you know, I, I don't, hey, shit. <laughs> Fuck it. I don't see why not. And then put uh, put the podcast on the back real bad. Yeah, yeah. No insurance on these hoes and then podcasts. Hey, that might, that's good promotion right there. Yeah. For so, sure. I'll buy, yeah. the, I'll buy the shirt just because it says that. No insurance on these hoes. That's just yeah. fucking classic. Yeah, so... Um, one of my boys at my job from the he do music and shit. So I said, hey man, for real. Nate GBRO, he was on my third episode. He I found that he did music and shit. I said, man, bro, I'm gonna start a podcast. You know, you should come on that shit. He said, you gonna um you know you finna do one for real? I'm like, yeah, he's like, what's it called? I was like, no insurance. <laughs> just kept it that way, no insurance. And then after that, it just went from there. You know what I'm saying? So I kept it moving on that, and I said, you know, I'm gonna just stick to that title. You know, fuck, I'm just keeping no insurance the podcast. And after that, I just stuck with it. And then I always noticed that a lot of the shows they have these clever titles, so 
I was like, shit, fuck it, no insurance. And that's what I that's why I kept it that way. So now, you know what I'm saying? I, I've been doing all these, I've been going on these different sites trying to like, I don't know, maybe update the logo or change it or like how yours is mine's dark as hell. You know what I'm saying? But yours got the orange. But yeah. So you could kind of bounce them letters off. So I'm kind of like, I like the black and red though, because like no insurance, you know, red usually means no. You get yeah. denied or some shit. So. Or you can just have the whole bag red like that, so that way it catches people's attention. It's all about marketing, bro. Yeah. So, like, that's why, like, you, if you if you open iTunes right now and it's suggested my shit, you might click on my shit just because it's bright orange and in your face and it's got... It's got a blunt and some fucking weed in front of you. You say, how yeah. many how many people out there smoke weed? A lot. See what I'm saying? And they'll yeah, be like, ah, so shit, let me, relate to yeah, yeah, let me click on this. Even though we do smoke weed and drink coffee, you know what I'm saying? But that's not the main thing of the podcast, you know what I'm saying? We have conversations here, real life conversations. Yeah, so I was like, so I kept it like that for now, you know, it was... Logo didn't cost me that much, so I was like, I'm gonna roll with it. Yeah, yeah. And it had everything that it was, you know, the letters, the microphone, and the little questions. So like, it all, you know, what I'm saying, made sense. Like, bro, we can, I can literally take pictures of you, and I can get, hook you up with this other dude that did that did mine, and he can make you a whole cartoon figure. You know what I'm saying? Like your whole body, you can do all kind of crazy shit with him. Or like intros, I got a cousin I can do an intro for you. I've been definitely trying to put all that together too. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes I look at the show, I'll be like, damn, this shit kind of simple, you know? I'm like, I like, I want to add some shit to it, but I know it's a, it's a beginning process, so I ain't even sweating it. You know what I mean? It's like, but I know like in the future and shit, definitely gonna add more and more to it, and then it'll, it'll look a little bit more laid out, yeah. smooth, some real smooth, like you know, some real dope shit. So when people watch it, they'll they'll really share it more. Check this shit out. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? So that's yeah. kind of what it is with me. Like right now, it's just like the whole process of me doing it. Like I'll be, I'm, I'll be satisfied when I be when I see I got like just somebody that viewed it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whether it was 36 people, 100 people. At the end of the day, like I don't even think we need to worry about that either. Only because, like, they're gonna come eventually. So I wouldn't even really worry about it. Oh, yeah. At all, I'll just worry about putting out content. You know what I'm saying? That's oh, yeah. like the key of things: staying consistent, man. And this shit—that's the only thing. And like, I do it for fun. I do all this shit for fun, bro. Tell you the truth, like, I love photography. That's like, I, I could kill a photo. You know what I'm saying? I put together some shit. Homeboy just did some shit the other day. Me and my homeboy from a uh, shout out Alas. Um, he came through and we shot some shit for him. I'm gonna show you real quick what we created. You see what I'm saying? Just slide to the next one. He did another one, too. But he, out, of, out of like 700 images, they were all fired, by the way. He chose those two, you know what I'm saying, for his album cover. Yeah. Oh, y'all did the whole lettering, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fuck with it. Yeah, he's my, he's my graphic designer, too, man. Shout out Alas. Check him out. Yeah, he got crazy bone on here? Yeah, dog. I actually shot a behind the scenes for that, bro. I'll show you that. Uh we went to Cali and shit, bro. It was during like COVID and shit, so like he couldn't have a lot of people there. Yeah. It was just me and uh, I ain't shooting all the footage for him and shit, which is dope as shit. Cause um, I was a Crazy Bone fan too. You know what I'm saying? Like growing up, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yeah, that's the coolest shit that I I I I, I mean I can say. Yeah, I was. Shit, it was just me. I, I like that shit so much. I was trying to learn the words. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. the way they were saying it, trying yes. to catch it, you know. 
And seeing that I like back then, you know, when the, it was just a little bit before the internet, so you couldn't look up the lyrics <laughs> unless they put them in the album code. So it was kind of hard trying to learn that shit. But over time, I, I heard it so much, I was like, okay, I listened to it a little bit more. So now it's a little easier for me to, you know, what I'm saying, recite the words when they come on compared to when I was little trying to do that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that was the main thing I liked about theirs. It was like, they rap a certain way. So now you really got to pay attention to catch it. And then after that, it became a thing. You would heard a lot of people doing it in that rapid speed form. So I was like, they started something. But then again, everybody say Twister because he was out before. So it's like, did he start it? Early 90s, Twister was out. Early 80s. Right, you know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. So it's like, but seeing that he didn't take off the way they did, it was like they gave him credit. But it was like, okay. Then when I found out. But in the shy, who was really on that back there in the, in the 90s? Right, really. Easy <laughs> was on. You know what I'm saying? He's just one of the reasons why Busy Bone and them came to a light because fucking Easy backed him. Oh, definitely. I'm glad he did, though, because they put out some shit. <laughs> yeah, I fuck with them heavy, too, on my smoking shit. Yeah, man, but uh, no, no insurance podcast. So, like, uh, what do you guys discuss on there, man? Give a little glimpse of what you guys talk about on there, so my listeners can know what they're yeah. tuning into. It's kind of like, I don't know. I guess you could say it's like the end of my introduction to that person, in a way, getting to know them. Yeah, and uh, you know, if that's if they main thing is music, you know, we get into that. But before we touch into that, I try to find out, like, you know. What was your upbringing like as a kid? Was it always music in the career when you was there? Is that what got you? That that is that something that made you want to do music? Because you was hearing it so much. Like I'm, like, I like this kind of music. I might give it a try. Or, you know, were you hooping before that? Doing other shit? Was you? Did you have a major or some shit like that? And then after that, you know, we then we get into their projects. If they got projects out, singles, get into that. Um, after that, then you know, find out what's their plans. For the near future, what's the outcome for your music career that you wanted? You know what I'm saying? To do that. Um, if you're doing clothes, try to find, you know, same, stand to the same thing, you know, upbringing, you know what I'm saying? Was you fashionable as a kid? Did you like, were you that much in the clothes then that now it's stuck with you now? So now you're doing the clothing line, whether it's just shirts or if you're doing full outfits and whatnot, or if you just starting, that's good because I'm just starting. So yeah. it's, it's kind of like it bounced off on that. Then, um, or if they got like some merch that they brought with them, that show it off in the camera, you have an idea, you know what I'm saying, like that. And um, so that's, oh, if you're, you know, if you're an athlete, you know, whatever sport it is that you do, you know what I'm saying, it's your goal to go professional with that sport. Or are you working on something else just in case the sport don't work out? You know what I'm saying? And I try to, uh, so that's pretty much all I've had so far. You know what I'm saying? Trying to definitely get a, talk to a producer. Definitely got to talk to some women because we ain't, we have men guests so far. So if you're a, a woman, you know, if you you know you got your business, you know, if you're a singer, whatever you're doing, that you uh that you plan to go professional with this shit, this is your career. That'll give me insight to that, just in case I'm not too familiar with it. Then it's like I'm willing to hear it out though. Yeah, so yeah. I'm gonna get some insight on what you know, saying she got going on type shit. So you know, it's the door open, man. Like you know, if it's Something that I'm interested in too. I'm gonna definitely want to know more about it. And then too, if it's like, you know what? Let's see. You might be interested in that. Let's hear it out. So I'm gonna listen. You know, and that's good promotion for your stuff and mine's as well. So it's like we helping each other in a way. 
Yeah, that's what I like about it, man, because we get, we get the cross-platform and you get to hear people's opinions and then, like, you know what I'm saying, other people open up and hear our shit together. My fans will hear your shit, you know what I'm saying? Your people will hear your, our shit. It's all about networking together, man, I'm telling you. Man, we talk about mental health a lot on here, man. How do you deal with, like, mental struggles as a man, bro? Because, you know, we supposed to be, I tell this to everybody, like, as a man, we supposed to be this solid being, you know what I'm saying, and, and impetrable, indestructible, you know? And uh, like how do you deal with day-to-day life sometimes or situations that you went through in life? And were helped to overcome. Did you have like somebody to talk to? Did you have like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Somebody to reach out to that you can trust? Shit. You know what? Seeing that I'm not a perfect person, that trust shit is crazy. So I try not to think about that. But I say, like, whenever, like the day to day for me, though, like the day to day, you know, how I handle it, I just try to. Sometimes I would try to be nonchalant and not think about it, but then, you know, that shit is going to always find its way back on, yeah. your, on your mind. So when I get like that, I either, like, I get quiet and I'll probably either just put some music on and just chill out, like, you know, try to, like, isolate, you know what I mean? Some shit like that. I try I do that sometimes, just isolate, listen to some music while I might smoke a blunt because, you know, I have learned over time, you get mad about shit, you do smoke it, calms you down so that helps in a way but as far as mental health i'll be trying lately i have picked up like just reading you know what i'm saying like it, but something that i know i read instead of like i don't just want to grab this and, yeah yeah something like, interesting because i feel like we just push that shit back to the side you know what i'm saying like you know so i find like a book whether it's something I read already, but I, well, when I first read that book, I was really fucking with it, so I might go back and read it, or um, I, you know, look up shit that interests me, and then I'm reading the story, that article, and shit like that. Then I go to work. Now, over time, I just have my earbuds in, so I'm either listening to a podcast or listening to some music while I'm at work, get through my day. You know what I'm saying? Smoke that blunt after work, eat some food, knock out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Start yeah. the day over, man. Cause you know, like you know, like you say, mental health, bro, that is big, bro. For everybody, really. And especially, you know what I'm saying? I, I know I ain't perfect, so I probably said some shit or did some shit, and that probably done I don't know, maybe it broke them down, not really completely sure. So at the time when you when you said them that shit. It probably didn't even register in your mind that you hurting that person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that. So every time that has happened, I was like, fuck. So I just go isolate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, damn, I did that. So now I know I'm something triggered me. So I need to really shut, you know what I'm saying? Sit the fuck down for real. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah, I know like the mental health, that shit is real. Like it's, 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 not, it's not looked at as weird no more. Nah, not as weird, but it's just as far as, like, people judging you. Yeah, that too. You know what I'm saying? Because that was the thing. It's like, you know, people used to make it. Like, That's I what I said as far as trusting people. You know what I'm saying? Because you're trusting people with your feelings because you're opening it up to somebody. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Like, now it's like therapy is a big thing. Mm-hmm. But it ain't looked at as really, oh, you got to go to therapy? Well, you got to look at spouses too, though. You know what I'm saying? It's like if you tell a girl your real feelings or something, you know what I'm saying, then you over here pillow talking with her, whatever the fuck, you know what I'm saying, then you break up. Y'all together for eight years. She know everything about you. 
And then now, you know what I'm saying, or you can know everything about her to make her feel the type of way and y'all bitter, both all bitter because of breakup and you're going to start talking shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Telling everybody your flaws and shit. You know what I'm saying? That's, so that, that's why I say that's how that's how it happens. That's why I say it's crazy how everything that was once looked at as weird ain't weird. Yeah, yeah. no more. That's, yeah. Why I, so that's why I say like, you know, therapy. Like, shit. I'm mean, out of fact. Um, but I know, especially for me, when I was a kid, like I had some people that I think they was um they was going to therapy. It was like some family therapy shit. Yeah, I remember some kids going to therapy. And like I, 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 I didn't look at it as crazy. It was just one like, damn, you, I gotta go to therapy? Like, what's therapy? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he was like, oh yeah, we ain't the, we not the perfect family. We got stuff that we gotta work out. Mainly my parents, but it's a, they want the family there. So I'm there, so we gotta go to therapy. So I ain't never look at it as weird. And then some people may have, and I ain't think too much of it. And it was just like, once you actually find out that that shit is, it's, I ain't gonna say it's essential, but it's needed at times, especially if you feel you, Dealing with something and, and maybe a professional can help you, then go ahead. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I don't look at that shit. Don't look at, I ain't looked at, I don't look at that shit as weird. You know what I'm saying? I just know back then, though, it was just like, damn, I ain't realized, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, that people was dealing with that shit. I always thought it was a, once it happened, you've grown, but it's like, you know, if when the kids got to go and they got to sit through it, I guess they learning too. Yeah, that's you know the fucked up shit about it. Cause then you put in the kids risk and then the kids gonna grow up with like mental health issues because of witnessing that shit. You know, and that's why I try to stray away from my family because man, it's just like, I ain't trying to say I'm better than them. It's just that I realize like the shit that we teaching our kids to be like, it's not okay. You know what I'm saying? And it's gotta be somebody that's gotta change that shit. And if I gotta keep my kids a distance to change that shit, then that's my choice. And if you don't like it, then that's tough shit because it's my kids, you know what I'm saying? It's my choice. And it's like, uh, people just wanna sit there and judge you instead of really knowing what their cousin's going through or what can they do, you know what I'm saying? Oh, to, yeah. to be a part of something that I'm trying to build it for us to be great. But instead everybody just in their fucking feelings, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, and then you deal with that shit as a family member, as a man, you know what I'm saying? You trying to be be with your family and shit like that. And shit goes cricket and some motherfuckers are liars, thieves. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, and you can't barely trust family. So who are you supposed to trust after that? You know what I'm saying? And it's usually the elders. When the elders go, that's where all the trust is gone. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody is built on different standards nowadays because how to, Society has manipulated the world, man. That's another conversation, but we could have it. Yeah, yeah. so I, I mean, I see you uh, do photography. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what made you um, get into that, you know? Photography has always been something I always wanted to do. Ever since uh, art class, I've seen this teacher, Miss Lightman, Miss Lipa. She bought a, a, a 35 millimeter Nikon. I wasn't ever a Nikon shooter, I always shoot Canon. Just because the color correction is a lot better. It's a deeper conversation for photography, but but um, um, but um, my dad, man, I you know, money was tight growing up. And at the time, I just moved with my dad to Toledo, Ohio, uh, from, from East Chicago, Indiana. I was staying with my mom and shit. And I moved to Toledo. And, uh, you know what I'm saying, I got into art. And art was like my first hour class. 
So I used to get high as fuck, dog, and go just fucking <laughs> draw shit crazy, like, you know what I'm saying? And um, anyway, she brought the camera to school, and I took pictures with it. Like, we went out and took pictures with it. Psh, psh. Got them developed, and I seen, like, the shit that I captured, and I fell in love at that moment. It was, like, probably 14, 13, or 14, yeah, 14 years old, freshman year. And then uh, I asked my dad to buy a camera because we seen one at the store, bro. They were probably, like, fucking, like, $1,200 or something at the time. You know what I'm saying because they're still expensive, not that expensive like they would be now. But uh, cameras cost from like $4,500 now, $5,000. Bro, be crazy. I still rocking a 2013, man. I paid 20, 2800 for it, just the body. That shit was like so long ago. I mean, so what you, what you feel is like the best photos that you shoot. Bro, you you'll be amazed how many photos that I have never released and nobody's ever seen. I got thousands of them. Like I don't I don't share a lot of shit because of copyright issues. So I do need to build my own website, which I've been lacking on too. But I've been getting more in tune with understanding business for the last couple of years. You know what I'm saying? So that way I can really run a business. Because when you step into it, you're you're a photographer at first, but then you become a marketer, then you become an accountant. Then you become a, a promoter, you know what I'm saying? A scheduler, an assistant. You become all these things in one, but you can't do that. You need to hire people, bro. You need to hire people that can do the job for you. Even if it's a small fee, five, there's apps out there like Fiverr. You know what I'm saying? You can co, uh, you know what I'm saying? Push that shit off the dam. They'll do it for a flat rate for like 20 bucks type shit. They'll build you a, a logo. They'll build yeah, that's you. That's who did my logo. You know what I'm saying? But... That's what I'm saying. You just go out there and get it, man. You create your own team out there just off an app. Yeah, that's a that's exactly who did my logo, the fiber site. But I, I you know, I um, I went, I didn't go to like the artist that they had already on there. I, I went to the logo maker because it gave me a chance. It was just asking my like, what's your ideas for the logo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the title? What's, what's it called? All right now, how's what you want this shit to be like? You know, so I just typed in microphones. Uh, I was like, person, you know. There's all these different things, dollar sign, all that. And then it just gave me maybe, I think, like, it was like 10 to choose from. And then I was like, okay, you know, this one is pretty much just the best one out of the ones I've seen. Because, of course, I, I knew it wasn't going to be like what I thought, you know what I'm saying, unless I had a chance to write it down and then, you know, submit it and get those. But, but what, that was like, that one makes more sense. It had the ones that, I, the one that I have, it had it in different colors too. So I was like, okay. But then that black and red just made sense. So we, I took it from there and then paid for it. They sent it out in like 10 minutes. <laughs> I got an email in like 10 minutes. <laughs> and I downloaded the little PDF and I just saved it. Then after that, yeah. It's crazy you say fiber and then, it, but, it's, but then, you know, I'll be on Instagram and all these different places, the different pages come up. With the different styles, like damn, I could this one. I could use. I like this one. You know what I'm saying? For the future, if I decide to change the logo. Yeah, like, I just been doing some research too on like the marketing for Facebook, bro. That's just like all eighty percent, like probably twenty percent bots for like the marketing. Like the people that get in your inbox from like when you sponsor that shit. Like that shit's all like bots that come to your fucking message box, and you're supposed to be getting real people. Instead, they send bots to your shit. So that. I was telling my wife this. I was like, man, should we get, that should be like a lawsuit, right? Because you're, you're giving false advertisement. You're not getting real life bots. You're not, you're getting bots, not real life people. Yeah. I'll be, shit. I, 
It'd be funny when I see some comments that should be like promoted on so and so's records. I'm like, so that's why I feel like now it, it goes back to the old ways of promoting. You know what I'm saying? Even though people are still looking at their damn phones 90% of the day, oh, yeah. it's kind of crazy as fuck because that's where all the shopping happens now. Like everybody's just on their phone buying shit, buying shit, buying shit. Oh, yeah. And it's just like we're all fucking zombies in the apocalypse over here yeah. fucking walking around just eyeballs on their phone people are getting robbed yeah. around us we don't even witness it yeah. see <laughs> shit you know what I'm saying motherfuckers are recording the fight you know what I'm saying instead of trying to break it up so yeah it's just crazy bro I mean I get it like you might get you you know you wanna record like I was there type shit I wanna you know you got a couple punches and then homeboy pulls all the gun but like, then it's like oh fuck shit went way left and your ass was recording that recording shit recording that shit or at least trying to Dude. leave or at least getting your ass up out of there put it yeah. in so that's why I be like man fuck all that like only time shit, I was at a White Sox game and I seen the Cubs and the White Sox fan get into it but it got broken up kind of fast like they never even came to blows it was just fuckers just talking shit it was just, just dudes talking shit then, you know, you know, the Cub fan was talking shit because they struck out, you know, the White Sox. And so, dude got up behind him and he was, he mattered, you know, and he didn't even get up. He just was like, yo, sit down, sit down. And he got in his face. Then somebody else gets up, you know. I'm like, all right. But I'm like, well, shit, I'm over here, so I ain't got to worry about it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep this for me. Because I knew it wasn't going to be no real fight. The security was not that far. So, yeah. You know, so it's like, we ain't got nothing to worry about. You know, we, they got security in here they gonna you know they be checking like crazy before you come in so you, you know nothing crazy is gonna happen that you need to be fearful of but they definitely gonna come and break it up but when you see shit going on with motherfuckers is getting stumped out <laughs> when it should just be a because don't nobody do one-on-ones you know what i'm saying like y'all yeah. don't let them do a one-on-one we good but as soon as you jump in it's, that's when i leave i don't even want to see that shit no more like because that could have really been avoided if y'all would have just did the one-on-one. But yeah. Motherfuckers want to get jumped in and stomp them out. And then you get you seeing this man get stumped out on camera. You know, it's, some people, it might feel a way to some people. But then some people are like, shit, I, hey, look, y'all missed it. Look what we saw. You know. So that's me. I mean, fuck all that. As soon as that shit happens, bro, I just, you know, all right, this ain't fun no more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They was one-on-one in Difference. Now it's fucking different. Now these motherfuckers want to jump people and shit. But back to my photography, man. Yeah, like I said, uh, I used to want. I asked my dad, and money was tight though growing up, so that was out of the question. So my wife ended up buying me a camera years later when we got together, uh, and I've been doing it ever since, man. Since like '09, I think. I'm trying to remember '08, around that time. It was either uh, what was it? I told her a story about it. And then she, like, took the initiative and went to go buy me a camera because she's like, all right, here you go. Like, see what you can do. And yeah. then I just, like, taking pictures. Like, and I take a lot of pictures, man. I mean, like, as far as, like, what you feel was, like, some of your your best shit in the category. Like, I know you do. I know you Well, the recently like, shit. Like, I know the, you be at a lot of concerts. And yeah, shit. I recently shot the Yang Drake, and that shit was, like, like, I shot one of these images that were, like, off the chain. I'll show you. And, um, like, I felt like this is, like, I want to blow this shit up as big as I can and, yeah. like, give it to Kanye. <laughs> like, right. here you go. Because, bro, it's like, it's like literally he was on the moon, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? And he was in, uh, how can I say? He was, uh, 
Come on, baby. Reload, reload. Here it is right here. I remember, I think you posted the See. your time down there. And I'm, yeah, yeah. That's why I was like, damn, that is crazy. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely remember seeing that. That is crazy. It looks like a galaxy right yeah, there, bro. It's like he's really like not on, on the move. Like he ain't on this earth right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It is dope. And that's the dopest fucking shit like I took so far. Like, but I got so much mad dope shit. I said, did you um, did you take video too? Yeah, yeah, so I got like video make, too. So you can put like a little mini vlog out, really. You know oh yeah, bro, I can do all kind of shit. Like, uh, but I'm just like a humble dude. This is my recent photo shoot too. With, uh, with some models. You can slide through it. There's like three of them. Yeah, I got the uh, see, I got the rose wall back there. Yeah, but I've been seeing this type of wall in a lot of different people. Like, that's my homie's uh, my homie's studio up the hallway right here. Oh. He got the fall away infinity wall. Shout out eight way studios. That's hard. Yeah, and I, I mean I could do anything, man. I only charge like two fifty an hour for a session too, so it's like but I can really be charging like a thousand, but I'm just like, I love doing this shit, so I hate marketing myself because I, sometimes I'll be giving away shit for free. And but at the end of the day, I gotta get paid for my talent, you know what I'm saying? And then too, you know, per hour, like you said, like, depending on, like you said, your price range, you know, you can get a lot done <laughs> within that hour, so yeah. it's not like an hour wasted. It's like, you no, got no, no. your money's worth. Oh, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hell yeah, because we just did a shoot the other day. I, we shot like over 600 images, you know what I'm saying? And that was the dude that did the fucking uh, the cover, the album cover. Okay. And I still ain't even shared that. You know what I'm saying? I could just get probably more work from that, just from showing people my work. But I really just, I'm just a humble dude. I just like doing it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I make a little bit of money off it. But as far as more money, I feel like I can do it when the time's right. And it's coming up because I'm like tired of waking up and going to work. You know what I'm saying? Fuck going to work. Like it's like now you really focus on like nigga, I do something that I really like. To do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so getting, like, and I'm getting paid for it. This is only, shit I really like to do. Yeah, know? yeah, like, hell yeah. So it's breaking down because I got a shirt company too that me and my homies coming out with. You know, we already came out with it, and it's got like we're coming out with these other five designs, which uh, should be out by this fucking fall. Hopefully, we can make it happen. Cause uh, I want to get all this shit out so we can work on clothing, clothing. You know what I'm saying? These are all the shirts and logo designs are cool, but I want to get down to the nitty of understanding, like making a one single original outfit, bro. Like nobody else will have. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be like a certain size type shit, or even be a client to even order one, so where you get suited up and measured out. You know what I'm saying? So the clothes will fit you type shit, and there'd be like so much money. You know what I'm saying? But if like Gucci and Prada could put a fucking price. On a keychain for five hundred dollars, you know what I'm saying? You can just yeah. imagine what I'd probably charge or something like that. Like, but it'll be unique fabrics too. Like, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Shit that like nobody else will have because you'll be the only motherfucking original with it. Because that's right. called original clothing. You know what I'm saying? That's some shit that I'll be looking into. Like, just you know, have your own merch. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Not necessarily clothing line, but it'd be cool. Like, if I had my own shirt, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. To you know, with my logo on it, I throw that shit on whatever. You know? These hoes ain't got no insurance, man. <laughs> that's why I asked about the hoodie. That was like, I remember I saw your son had the hoodie. Yeah. And shit. I was like, damn, he got the, you know what I'm saying, the merch and everything. And then when I, I saw. I had some cushion coffee once, man, but I ran out of those. Yeah, like, once I saw his, though, and I saw like how you, had, you incorporate like the Chicago flag and all that, 
I was like, then this shit hard. You know yeah, my homie Alas, dog, he did that for me. Yeah, that's because when I see that shit and I see like your work on that on the uh, straight focus page, I often wonder, be like, damn, like, why ain't nobody else, you know, pretty much reaching out, like, hey, do this shit. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like I seen, like you said, you did the Yay and Drake thing, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, that, that alone to me, you know what I'm saying? It's like, man, I, we got to shoot with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to go and get in. But, but like I said, it's a lack of marketing on my end, bro. Like, I can, I, I need to market more, but I don't. It's because, like I told you, I just don't like, I don't know, it's weird. Like, I like doing the shit at my own pace. I don't like to be moved, yeah. but, like, I need to get out of that phase in my head and just understand, like, if you go and put eight hours somewhere else, you could just do it here for yourself. You know what I'm saying? And accomplish any goal that you want. And it's just that, I don't know, that's weird. You know what I'm saying? I just like, I like to work. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, but I love to do this shit too. So I do it at my own pace. And I move, I bring enough gigs in. Like, I could have marketed crazy, dog. I got all kind of video for that shit. Like, all, for all the concerts I did. I shot for Lil Wayne. I shot for 50. I shot for, like, you know, uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Who else I shoot for? Fucking Nelly, who else? These are all like my fucking little little scrappy, you know what I'm saying? Little scrappy, I fucking grew up on that shit. Yeah. This is like all my childhood shit. So I mean, oh, yeah. but that shit have changed because my wife actually recently took over everything. I told her about how much we could make, literally, because right. I charged like I said, two fifty an hour. I said all we need is two of those a week. We'll be straight, maybe even three. We do three of them a week: Monday, some Wednesday, and Friday. Yeah. Boom, seven fifty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. 7.50, dog. Just, and then, like, if we want, we could do even do one on Sunday or Saturday. You could stack them up to make two or three that Saturday or Sunday. So that way, that's another, boom, forfeit this $1,400. Oh, yeah. And it's just, and weddings and quinceaneras, you could charge way more. It's just that I don't have the shooters, and I be trying to get people to do it. Right, but so you pretty much just working within your means. Like, you, ain't, you know, you ain't trying to do too, too much. Too much, I'm just doing enough. Because you, cause you, you, know, you don't want to find yourself overdoing it while doing, while doing that job. You know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, I forgot to bring this. Fuck, you know? Now I got to hurry up, run back to the van, grab that, come back, set up. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it's like sometimes, dog, because it'd be like, man, fuck, that's the exhausting part. Yeah. My son, he don't get the concept. My son, he doesn't utilize what he has yet. I'm saying he might realize it later when he's working for a job because he just wants to work for a job i don't know why but in reality bro you could just come with your dad and be an assistant and make money real quick 300 dollars a day just for coming out with your dad like and you know what i'm saying he just doesn't want to work he wants to be a kid still type shit he just understand like you got to grow up that kid shit ain't gonna last bro the shit you fucking around right now the people you hang around with now ain't gonna be around in 10 20 years 15 years, you know what I'm saying? The motherfuckers gonna be long gone. Shit, I mean, I'd do it for you in his spot. And that's what I'm saying about family members, bro. Like, people see you got something going on, they'll rather just sit there, either hate on you behind your back, or instead of coming to ask you, like, hey, well, cuz, like, what do you need to go? You need some help? Like, you, what do you need, dog? You know what I'm saying? I see you got this going on. Like, how can I be a part? Like, bro, like, come on, let's go. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no, nah, fuck off, bro. I ain't bringing you up. Like, nah, hell no, nah, let's go. Let's go get this. Like, you just made my day, dog. Let's go. That's why I be shit. Every time I do, every time I do something involving my show, I try to, like, involve somebody else, you know, or just, like, come through, check it out. Yeah, yeah. Not, not, not even also, like, I'm trying to get you to do this shit with me. It's just, you know, like, man, come through, check it out. Like, 
this is the shit I be talking about. Come check me out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's kind of like, that's kind of why I kind of did the whole, got my mans with me that be co-hosting Kel. You know what I'm saying? He, I, cause I, cause I know he has a show that he been working on with his brothers. So it's like, all right. You know, I was like, well, look, why are you still working on that or getting everything together? Seeing that I started mine already, come on, just come on down with me, check it out. And then we end up co-hosting an episode with me and then he kind of just like found his footing. Yeah. So he more so excited about doing the shit now. So that's why, that's why I have him on from time to time with me as they working on getting they set up together because they already got the mics and everything, the equipment. So now they just trying to set everything up, get it right so that way you know, they know if they got enough room, if they had like a group of people, you know, along with they show. So doing that, you know, and then why, and then I was like, I was fortunate to be at a studio. So it's, I'm able to like, yo, you can come here. You know what I'm saying? Cause I knew when I was coming up with this shit, like bro, I don't know where I'm gonna shoot this at. Cause I don't have room Yeah. in my spots. So I was like, you know what, let me, I'm gonna figure this shit out. And it just so happened that he produces at the spot where they do that. So he was like, you could just come over here because we got the cave with these backgrounds. So, you know what I'm saying? You could shoot it and pick a different background. So to give it like a look, a look and feel and then we have the interview. So that was my, my whole thing is like all right, having that. And then I too, a lot of podcasts that I watch, they be having the background. So. I thought that might was I thought that was pretty much a part yeah. of what it was. Now I really realized like you could do it your own way at the crib, in the kitchen, you know, yeah. shit like that. But, you know, having that background though, that takes you know, I, I just like having that like we here. You feel like you in the classroom or you feel yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. in the studio. You feel like you over here. So it gives like that atmosphere. Yeah. That's why I said, man, when I get the studio up and running, man, it's gonna be on in here popping because everybody if you're gonna need a spot, let me know. I got peer space booking, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Get at me. Yeah. But yeah, once I get the studio up and running, it's gonna be uh, on and popping nonstop. That's why I'll probably quit my job because that's just gonna require a lot of time. But at the same time, I make good money at work, so that's why another reason why I don't like giving it up because I like having multiple sources of income, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> you need that shit in life to survive. I mean, shit at the same time, though, why you putting that in motion? You probably could just, like you say, if he would show that interest, which over time I think he will. But like just training your son on that. Yeah. So that way it could be running anyway. You know what I like to do now, dog? I just like to get another shooter, hire him under my wing, and just like pay him like $300. Right. And, you know, I'll still make a profit. He makes a profit for shooting, and I'll do all the – fucking have somebody else do the editing too. Boom, boom. Like I'd just rather sit back and just pay people. You know what I'm saying? At this point, because yeah. I've been doing it, even though – I, I know people are probably hiring me because of my fucking talent, but I had to just train them, you know what I'm saying, to be shooters like me. That's it. Oh, yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you, you know, you're going to want it a certain way. Yeah, right? yeah, of course. So we got to have Come on, bro. Let's keep, you know what I'm saying? Makes sense. How you, uh, how you come across this spot? Uh, my cousin, he's in a band called Coyote Man Band. I'm the man from the band. Coyote man, man. Um, and his name's Hito. He's a bassist. Uh, and they got one right up the hallway here. And he called me up. He's like, cuz, you know, I was looking for a new studio because I just had one Belmont Rose Rockwell. And I just moved out of there and I was looking for another one. He's like, man, come check this spot out, dog. It'll be dope. None of this shit was here. I built all this. 
the the table, the stands, all this shit on the fucking wall. Everything was plain. The the shelves over there. Oh yeah. So everything was red and black. Walls red and black. So that that guy right there above the door right there, that's Ilegua. So his colors represent red and black. So he's like a he's a the master of all pathways and you know what I'm saying crossroads. So when we walk in this room, his, the room was red, black, red, and black. Like it was just like a sign type shit. To uh, I'm I'm where I'm supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? So I was here ever since. This is like two years ago. And now it is what it is. Right. Like I said, you got the projector, got that for the background. You know what I'm saying? And you got the the boards and all that. Yeah, it'd be a whole vibe in here, man. There's been plenty of videos shot in here already. Oh, that's hard. Yeah, it's just been like uh, I've been taking a month and a half. I told everybody we blacked out everything too for uh, pure space, man, because I was working out hustle fireworks. You know what I'm saying during oh, okay. the season. So it's like, um, but now it's back in tune, back in rhythm and shit. Getting, getting back. Matter of fact, you're like our first podcast coming back in. So, oh, yeah, yeah. hell yeah, no insurance, man, Nate. Nate dog. <laughs> so, hey, crack bro, shit. Like, what's uh for you for this show, man? Like, well, who would be uh one person that you, you know, what I'm saying, like you for sure, if you ever got the opportunity to interview, who would they? Who would they be? Mm. Uh, probably be like, let me see, some of the great thinkers. Right now, and like who can enlighten me, dog? Like some. That's what I was thinking. Who will give me some game? Probably like Robert, Robert uh, Kawasaki. He's that rich dad, poor dad, Arthur. He understands financial education. If you don't know what that is, it's like a six-hour YouTube dog. Audio book, eight hour one, I think. Like I know I heard the title. Yeah, Rich Dad Poor Dad. It's good, man, because uh, it tells you, teaches you about financial ignorance. You know what I'm saying? It's like how we're we're bred to be consumers type shit. You know what I'm saying? As like uh, buying Jordans, buying Gucci, buying all this fancy shit, gold, diamonds, and shit. Like I learned this shit about three years ago. And it's just been progressively changing my life, you know what I'm saying? Because it's a train of thought of thinking on how you financially handle your money. Because uh, I think that's very crucial and to being successful is how you handle your money and how you invest it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you just want to go blow it off on a new pair of Jordans, which later on you're going to put in a box for eight months later. You know what I'm saying? To wear them again. When I you know, act, I, I definitely didn't do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I know too. Shit, I, I think I bought. My last pair of Jordans were in 08 that I bought my last pair of Jordans. And after that, I switched it up to Vans. And after Vans, it's just been like a straight household dad type shit. You know what I'm saying? Just chilling. Fucking whatever I have, I have. Working all the time. But then I got a tendency to start buying new shoes again. I did that too. <laughs> but now, I've been looking at I Now, if I have bought shoes, there'd be some shit I just was looking for in particular. Because... I bought, cause uh, what was that last? Yeah, it had to be last summer, man. I finally 
bought a pair of Air Maxes and I've been putting that shit off for long. Yeah, it's yeah. Because it'd be like $190 or some yeah. shit. It'd be, yeah, around there, around there. <laughs> be around there. I remember when Air Maxes were like ninety five dollars, but now they up there to like one hundred and ninety because the shoe game it took the, off. The, the, it's, Everybody it's, got their creations now. <laughs> you feel me? That shit just fucking skyrocketed. I don't know, like damn, bro, I just want a pair of shoes. The fuck, I need to pay three hundred dollars for it. You know what I'm saying? For like, some J's, bro. But I had been like really procrastinating. I was like, man, I'm gonna give me a pair of Air Max ninety sevens. I mean, they're the ones that caught my eye. That I figured I might like more than anything, so you know, uh, I ordered a ordered a pair off of Dick Sporting Goods. It was the gray, black, and red. And that was like my my first pair, you know. And then after that, I wore them damn near everything. Well, I made it a point to wear them colors a lot, just so I wouldn't look crazy. And then I was like, I just need a solid pair. Then I find then I got me a black pair. So now I got my blacks. Them like my everyday get arounds, damn near. And then. Uh, I remember seeing they had, um, I forgot the dude's name. He do YouTube videos where he's actually did custom shoes for like athletes and shit. And uh, I remember. They came out of the club? Nah, I just remember he did like uh, for Chris Paul. He knew Chris Paul was wearing a lot of HBCU clothes to the games to get, to get HBCUs recognized. So he took a pair of Jordans. I forgot what retro pair they were. Uh, he found like, I think they were some breads though. And he got them and then he added like the logos to some of the schools and shit like that. And uh, he knew somebody that could get him in contact with Chris Paul or get him at least close to it and told him where he could meet him so he could drop off the shoes to him and just get his opinion. Like, you know, what's got you into the HBCU culture and shit. And he did, like he took him, I forgot what pair it was. And I saw, I seen him do that and then I just, Started, and then in the related videos, they had like these different collabs, like Supreme, all this different shit from different people. And I saw a pair that was strictly for Halloween. And I was like, damn, them hard. I, I got to get those. And I ended up getting them. So that's kind of my been my thing. Like I I go on the GOAT and just type in Air Max 97. And all these different kinds come up. And I'm like, damn, I want, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So then I made it a point to do that. So now it's like, I just get, you know what I'm saying? ones that I've been looking for. So it was like, even though I'm new to that part of the game, I can at least have some dope pairs, have motherfuckers <laughs> thinking like, I was doing this shit for a minute when really I haven't. Like it was mainly Nike, you know, Air Force Ones and Jordans for me. That my personal pay, you know, favorites to get. Yeah. But then I just started seeing, you know, Air Max 97s, not even realizing they were running shoes, just, they just caught my attention. And I was like, I ha I'm gonna give me a pair. And then I finally did, so I've been on that wave. Air Maxes? Yeah. See, man, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, the financial ignorance part. Like, you just keep seeing shit that you like. You ain't ever gonna wear them. Pop them out once in a while type shit. And then, and it's like, man, but we can really invest that money or use it to something. It's like rent, too. Like, people don't understand. Like, you can literally go buy an apartment building and have somebody stay in the other apartment and pay for your rent for your mortgage and you come out the pocket maybe two or three hundred dollars on top of the mortgage. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just paying the whole seven hundred dollars, like get your credit up, you know, go file for a, a owner occupant loan, where you got to stay in there for whatever time being y'all negotiate on a year or two years, whatever the fuck. And within those two years, after those two years are up, or after the years up, you can move out and rent both of those units out and go do the same thing over and over again. You know what I'm saying? And that's just like 
people just don't understand that or understand how they could do that because they just don't have the education, financial education. Like investing in silver and gold, you know what I'm saying? That's like the shit that you really want to invest in, not in the stocks. Go buy that shit solidly, you know what I'm saying? Go buy ounces at it at a time or ounces of silver. That's the thing too with the, on that level, like how everybody was talking about the metaverse and cryptocurrency and shit. And, I, and it was to the point where you damn near thought that was going to be the new money. Oh, my God. I was like, bro, I don't know I shit mean, about this. I, I believe in cryptocurrency. Like, uh, like I ain't never tried it. Because it's like. I made money off that shit. It's crazy to say, but like at first I didn't understand that shit. And then I started reading in more into it. And I started understanding it. I was like, oh, shit, this is crazy. Like. You see the growth of percentage is like, what the fuck is going on with this? You know what I'm saying? Only time I even wanted to remotely try was when they was doing, when that GameStop shit happened. And it was like, it was, I think the shares. Or AMC too. AMC went skyrocket yeah. too. It was like something like, at one point, this shit was like $18 to like, I guess, to, to get in or whatever. And then all of a sudden that shit just shot up. Because like, of something. Whether it was a glitch or not, I don't know. But they said that shit just shot up. And then everybody was like, Man, bro, I should have tried it out. Yeah. And that's kind of what got me hip to know. Well, that's what I'm hearing about it. Yeah, that's what a lot of people say about the 401k. It's like a scam, dog. It's just like like you pay into something so long, you got to get to 65 before you can retire. You're still going to get penalized, but not as much because you worked all the way to 65. And then, like, uh, you know what I'm saying? You're only going to get to do what with it? Buy a boat, fucking enjoy an RV, and go travel the country when you're 65 years old. Like, right. how, how much, how much longer do you think you got to live? You know what I'm saying? When in reality, you really want to do this. Shit. It's when you're like fucking 40, like 30 right now, like I am. Go fucking travel. Like you want to do it while you can still like enjoy it. Like I literally want to go buy a piece of land in Puerto Rico, dog, and just take pictures of like tourists that come. That's it. Five dollars an image. Boom, we're done. <laughs> or even come into the studio, you know what I'm saying? We'll, or book your shoot while you're there. We'll have an exotic shoot in Puerto Rico. I'll take you to this and this location. With the price of living, man, I've been hearing people talking about they would. Like, fuck it, I'll move out of the United States straight up. <laughs> but I'm just like, man, that's a whole new life. Yeah. And a lot of adaptive. So, you know, I, you know, it's like if you're not fluent in another language is gonna be tough if that's their main language and shit you know and you know that's i was like I, it's crazy it's crazy like when that i actually saw that shit man i think somebody said it's like man i fuck it i i'd rather live out of the state bro like this ain't working <laughs> everything is increasing so it's like so i can see why some people say that i'm just like man it's it, it sound good but it's just a whole new way of, of, of living again yeah shit. Yeah. But shit, we got to get back to that shit because in reality, you don't want to get like in a situation where you got to be able to live by the land means, you know what I'm saying? Because the motherfuckers don't really understand how to live by the land. Everybody be, imagine if motherfuckers lose Wi-Fi. People go crazy, bro. Think about it. People people go like, what the fuck? Like, what am I supposed to do? No, no, no social media for a while. People, man, look, I broke my phone for like three weeks, four weeks. Man, I swear to God, that was just the most peaceful time of my life, bro. Because, like, nobody could get a hold of me. People were tagging me on Facebook. Yeah. People were calling me. And, like, I'm just in my own world doing my own thing. 
And like uh, nobody's calling me, nobody's bothering. There's nothing distracting me. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing that's keeping me away from my task. And it was like the greatest feeling, dog. Like, and then when I got my phone back, and it was like, fucking people blowing me up. I'm like, God damn, man, I just had my phone on for a day. I got all these fucking messages coming in. It's just like, what the fuck? Like, it was peaceful without a phone, bro. I promise you. I almost want to give the motherfucker up. Tell my my, my wife just to keep up with it, cause that shit's like. You should do an experiment, dog, on no insurance. But like, I'm gonna do a 30 day no phone challenge. We should we should start that shit. <laughs> 30 day no phone challenge, and and write down some tasks that you want to complete within these 30 days, and I guarantee you'll complete them. Based right, on you, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Ain't based on else going on. Really. Write down write down the same goals. Right, write down the same goals before first, and do it with the phone, and then write down the same goes without the phone and see how much more you get done. Cause sometimes people get lost in those, uh, the scroll of death, you know what I'm saying? Sit there and just waste fucking time. I see my kids do it all day, every day. Dog. They're just sitting there like zombies like this, bro. Oh, They're just man. fucking whoosh, 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 watching videos all day. Shit, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. That's crazy. You say that. You think about it now, how many times you did it, right? Like, you know what? I ain't gonna, yeah, I do find myself, like, like when I get up, and you know what I'm saying? So I, I should have been, got started, but I just, but I, was you watching, at, you watching, I was looking at something. Yeah, like I know. Video, YouTube, you, something, something and, caught my eye, and I just was like, oh, there's more to this story. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, it's been plenty of time, like, I should have been up. Like, I'm up, but yeah, I just yeah. haven't done nothing i'm just in the same yep, spot same spot scrolling on the fucking phone and you don't realize it dog because you're just they the, the way the algorithm works on your phone it's not the same for you and me your interests are different from mine so like the shit that we're talking about today is probably gonna hop on there like later on like talk about fucking cushion coffee talking give you all kind of different weed ads and yeah. coffee ads and shit yeah. because the algorithms pick us up man they listen the phones That's listen you know I know that, that that has happened. I forgot what I was talking about, but I just remember I was scrolling, and it came up like yep. it was either it was an ad or you know nine times out of ten it was an ad. But I was just like, damn, like I was talking about this shit like about a couple hours ago. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, it definitely caught me for a fool. So I was like, I didn't think that my phone was listening to me. <laughs> like, oh yeah, it was in my listens. pocket. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, phones listen. That's why I almost want to give up the whole fucking thing, bro. Like, because, bro, it's like, I'm telling you. And then when you, you ever fast before? I ain't did that. Nah? Yeah, man, it's like, I don't oh. think I'll survive, bro. I gotta eat some food. <laughs> I'll be eating, dog. That's just gonna hurt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that's the good part. Because when it's hurting, that's when your body's fucking eating, eating all your fucking bad, dead cells. That's why the whole point of fasting for. That's why uh, Islamic fucking people do that. They fast. They have that. I forgot what it is. They fast for like 30 days, but it's like a 16-hour fast where they gotta can't eat nothing while the sun lights up. Oh, yeah. And they get, I work with somebody. That got yeah, and then at night, he can, they can eat whatever they want, but I'm saying by 4 in the morning or something, they got to stop eating. But they're usually, they usually eat at night, and then that's it, and then they... Fast all day, all the way to seven o'clock. Man, I did that shit plenty of times. Shit, I was surprised that 
dudes in the league was doing that. Like, yeah. Like they, uh, like Kyrie was doing that, and it was like they was, uh, they show him on the side like eating a fruit cup or something, because that's the first thing he's had all day. I was just like, bro, that is hard to do. Like you, that's, especially if you a high minutes guy. I know that's got to be a, a crazy adjustment. Yeah. And they're playing wild fasting. You think about all that fucking, right? All that fucking energy you're burning out there, running yeah, around. Yeah. You come back to the bench, you can't even have a sip of Gatorade, water, nothing. <laughs> you just out there, like, damn near lifeless until, oh, it's time. We good. You know, at halftime might be the, the, the earliest you can get it type shit, you know. Yeah. But to know, and then uh, they said Akeem Olajuwon did that shit. Like, he got two chips, man. I don't know how he did it. Damn. Think about fasting. That's how I think Albert Einstein threw up, uh, stood up for a whole year. Because he had, supposedly, Albert Einstein didn't sleep for a whole year. Supposedly, oh, that's a. Yeah, that's got to be. But. I hope that ain't real, bro. I, I fast before, and I'll tell you one thing. By day seven, bro, you're like, can't sleep. You can't go to sleep. It's not as easy to go to sleep. Like, if you do sleep, it's like two or three hours, like, and you're back up. Like, no problem, bro. Because your body's got all this energy. You know what I'm saying? It's burning nothing. But yeah. <laughs> it's got all this energy to do everything because you ain't fucking ate nothing. Ain't got nothing to break down. Ain't got nothing to eat no more. Because supposedly when you fast, and this is like Dr. Sebi's uh, thinking or theory on herbal, being an herbalist. Like when you fast and take herbs, Irish sea moss is one of the greatest things that we can take while we're fasting because it gives us 91 of the 102 minerals that we need as in our body. You know what I'm saying? Like calcium, iron, all that shit's all in the Irish sea moss. And uh, he said, believing with fasting and drinking that for 40 days, like you can cure any disease in your body because you eliminate all the toxins that you ingested, you know what I'm saying, in your body. And your water you drink, you know what I'm saying? But you gotta you gotta go from all this toxic water that's here and you gotta go really bathe in like alkaline water every day, like for the next forty days, which is in like Nigeria or something, they got places in not Nigeria, but Nicaragua type shit. They got lakes, they got like natural alkaline lakes, like Feltham and Youth type shit, you know what I'm saying? So you can live long type shit. It's kinda crazy as hell. But that's where uh left eye supposedly was coming back from. Oh, from that documentary. Right? Yeah. Okay. And she was following, and she had supposedly like AIDS or something. But she was she was coming back cured, and that's when she supposedly, you know, got an accident. Yeah, I remember they showed that uh, on VH1 or something. Yeah. Like the last days of Left Eye, but it was all while she was out there on that resort that you talking about, and then, you know. That uh, yeah, it was fucked up because I called like the last five minutes, so I seen right when it stopped because they hit whatever they had hit and it caused the car to flip over and everything. Yeah, I was like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Just seeing that, you know. Right, so uh, so who's uh, who you like to have on your podcast, bro? For me, bro. Well, one, we could run this back on mine. You know <laughs> sure, but if it was like, if it was a guest that I wanted to interview, and ultimately on my list is uh, Jay-Z. That's just me. Like, I'm yeah, a yeah. fan of him. And he even more, like I listen to a lot of his, 
I listen to a lot more of his shit now than I did before. Like I had been listening to shit. I was always trying to get the albums, the whole nine, but it's like now that he ain't putting albums out on a consistent basis, I just go back and listen to the old shit and the current shit. And I, I just listen to like the, the evolution from how he, when he first came, you could see he was hungry. And he was just talking about how he really just fresh off the dope game. And now he just, you know what I'm saying? He up there, up there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. now you can get all angles if you, if you get a chance to pick his brain type shit. So yeah, that'd be the type of person. And I got like my own set of questions that I want to know as well, so. You know, it'd be the it'd be the obvious shit, but the little like so when y'all was in the studio, like, you know, who went? Did y'all go into a booth like you went last? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. How y'all placed them verses? Cause I know some people feel like when you was the last on the song, you killed the song. But then again, you could have opened this song, killed it, and made it hard for them type shit. So I often wonder like how did that even come about? You know what I'm saying? It's just like that inner fan in me, like I definitely got, you know what I'm saying, questions if I ever get a chance for him. Place on the music side now. Like, if it was sports, you know, uh, my obvious answer would be Michael Jordan. But if it's not him, man, I, I, I want to interview an underrated dude. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody that just never got that look, like a Rod Strickland, like somebody like that. Like just, just let whatever my inner fan can just. If it happened, it happened. You know yeah, yeah. It's one of them because it's like family member. Man was like. You know, you interviewing people that that ain't really, I guess, known per se. I was like, the shit, I ain't known either, bro. This is just me. I yeah. Just, I just want to do the show. So if I get a chance to interview you, that's hard because who knows, bro? Like, not, not saying my interview going to be the one that gets you noticed, but the fact that I got a chance to interview you before you took off. Type of yeah, that's how I feel about a lot of people that come on the podcast. Like Xavier two times. That kid is pretty talented too, man. I don't know if you heard of him. Uh, no good is uh, he's pretty talented too, man. Um, man, like there's Al Hitter. He's pretty talented, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of there's a lot of cats out here that's pretty talented, man. And it's just like they had the opportunity. To, uh, what's the other kid? Is um, Johnny Hancho? I don't know if you know heard of him. He's pretty decent too, man. And it's like. Like and he's got this new style he's he's supposed to come out with. I can't wait to hear that shit. By the way, but uh, man, there's a lot of kids out here that are pretty decent, bro, and they're bringing a different sound, which a lot of people are underlooking. You know what I'm saying? You think about a lot of people in the industry that, like Cole, don't get a lot of recognition. You know what I'm saying? He 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 does it without the promotion. You know what I'm saying? He's got a fan base based on what he's speaking about, how people can relate to that shit. Yeah, but you know, it's crazy, bro, now that you mention people, like, most of the people that have been on my show, bro, like, I feel, in my in my opinion, but that's just me, I feel like they should have, somebody should have heard them, bro. Like, your song hit somewhere else and somebody heard your shit. Like, yeah, though. So, you know, like, what I'm talking about, like, it happened to catch the ear of somebody that, I'm like, man, you really need to, like, somebody needs to hear you. I'm just hoping that it happened for them. You know, uh, man, you know, like I said, my cousin who I just told you about, you know what I'm saying, him. My hope is that with this remix that he got out, hopefully, you know what I'm saying, he gets some more looks now, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Because I know for a fact, like, that's an artist that on that remix that he would listen to constantly, you feel me? So now for that to 
happen, coming to fruition, that's dope. So my hope is that it take off, you know what I'm saying? And then like a couple people that I interviewed, like uh, Southside Point, uh, GBRO, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, greedy bands, you know what I'm saying? Fast the man, Fisher Birdie, these guys, you know, matter of fact, uh, in the future, you know what I'm saying? Got Marley, Lil Marley, somebody, you know what I'm saying? Like all these different people that I've got a chance to interview. Like my hope is that, you know what I'm saying? The shit that they, that they music, somebody hear it, you know what I'm saying? That they probably wouldn't even thought heard that shit and then they start getting those looks. Or at least, you know, some type of recognition or something, you know, something to get, keep them, you know what I'm saying? Motivated to keep doing that, you know what I mean? Cause like these guys, bro, in my, you know what I'm saying? Opinion, bro, like, I feel like they gonna get that look one day. Yeah. But I'm just gonna be, but I'm gonna just be more so happy that I was able to interview them, you know what I'm saying? Before this shit took off, you know what I mean? So. That's what's kind of cool about it too, cause I told a couple of people, man, that'd be dope. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least I got to interview you before you took off. I said, when you do, when you do take off, bro, come back and do this shit again, you know what I'm saying? He's all most deaf, you know? That's what it's about too, bro, cause a lot of people, I was a dude, D-Rock, that came on here and he said he had his biggest listening, bro, was in Switzerland. Okay. Like, he had the most downloads. He had, like, 60-something thousand downloads in Switzerland. You know, Switzerland ain't a, a big country. This was have 60,000 fans. Like, you could literally go out there and do a five-fucking-day tour and fucking, you know what I'm saying? Fucking <laughs> eat it up. Whatever they charge, you probably be able to sell out. 60,000 people probably come around and fucking see you. Yeah. And if you're in the middle of the city somewhere, like, five venues, pick up five venues, like, I'm saying... Throw a concert, boom, boom, boom. That's like my partner, he uh in Greedy Bands. He uh he said that he didn't even know that people was listening to him over at like Ghana. And he said that on my show. I said, damn, then you was able to reach out in a whole nother continent. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So that's That's how I felt about the Cushion Coffee podcast, bro. It's like yeah, Damn, motherfuckers me, really like, listening, bro. Like it was like holy shit, like damn. When you showed me, I think what was that, like the West Coast? Yeah. So, like you was surprised. You like damn, I didn't know nobody heard my shit over there. Yeah, the West Coast, the, the nation's fucking with me. It's uh, I didn't know I was just internationally. I got I got London, Germany, fucking like, um, uh, India, Australia, fucking Brazil. That's just kind of crazy. It's like God damn, Canada's fucking with me. You know, say slowly but surely, you just keep growing. You know, what I'm saying more people listen and tap in. That's why I stay tell people to continue to, to go at it, man. Because this shit right here, and life. And photography, and just uh, my clothing line in general, and that's just all coming together. And it takes every bit of energy to keep on going, like every day type shit. And it's it's a struggle like a motherfucker, but you got to just keep going. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, it'll pay off eventually. Yeah. One day it'll just be like boom, it was all worth it. You know what I'm saying? Be sitting in an island somewhere like Jay Prince. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I like to have my own fucking island. That should be sweet as fuck. They're like so, man. With this. Uh this compound that you got, like you said, you doing, you know what I'm saying, photo shoots, other shows, and all that, you know what I'm saying, like, and I know, like you said, you got some merch, you know what I'm saying, for your uh, straight focus company and everything like that, and I know you working on the originals clothing too, so like, you gonna advance this space, so like, you gonna keep this one, but then I gotta. Yeah, so, one. we have, uh, me and my homeboys down the hallway are actually thinking about getting a whole warehouse. So that's that's gonna be like the next move is like us three getting together and like getting this whole warehouse together. Cause if we get this warehouse together, then we're you're talking about building and creating 
sets and taking them down. You could build it to whatever you want to do. You know what I'm saying? You just got to put your mind to it. And I'll have the, and I'll have the um, capabilities because I, I know carpentry skills, so it'll be all good. And at the end of the day, that's like the biggest goal. Man, back to where we're at, dog. My bad. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. I didn't know what was going on, man. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Hey, you kept on knocking. So I'm like, man, all right, is it important, important? Like, it must be serious right now. About interviewing motherfuckers that, for the first time, or whether having an opportunity. Yeah, man, it's like my hope is that, like, you know, hope is something does take off for them. I could look back and like, yo, shit, hey, I got the interview. I was it, one of the first few, you know? Yeah, that'd be dope. That's how, it'd be, it'd be cool as fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like, psh, shit, just even getting listened to, just that people even listen, bro. That's like, already a cool feeling, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, people are actually tuning in. Whoever are is tuning in. Appreciate y'all. Much love. Good to be back. Shout out to my man, Nate, coming from No Insurance Podcast, man. Where can they find you at, dog? on YouTube right now you know what I'm saying that's the main thing YouTube so you just type in no insurance the podcast or hell by the time you get to after you type in no insurance it might pop up because I know last time I checked my search I was like fifth so I'm like all right okay it must be you know what I mean like I ain't got to continue to type all the way in no more so we're getting, we're getting better and uh hopefully like he said you was telling me about the rss thing so i'm gonna try to definitely start getting tap in with the that. audio out because i know some people probably prefer that yeah because you figured people driving to work every morning you know what i'm saying talk show hosts and shit like that going on but yeah man fuck with me man uh one last time give them the credentials where they can find you at bro oh yeah y'all can find me at no insurance underscore podcast on instagram uh no insurance underscore podcast on TikTok. Ain't no videos up yet, but once I figure that out, you know what I'm saying, then I'm gonna be on TikTok. And that's some some nice, some funny stuff probably, you know. And that's it right there, man. No insurance underscore podcast on Instagram, mainly though. 
Yo, shout out No Insurance. Thank you for coming through, bro. Hey, man, we got Ozone 815, Acting Right Remix, featuring King Louie. We're going to take us out, man. We're going to leave it where we started off. Peace and love, man. It's your boy, Jay Banner from Cushing Coffee Podcast. No insurance. No, M-O-B if she says she wants some guidance. Dressing hitters getting that stylist. No caps, I rack drillers the wildest. The money don't stop for the problem. I said my girl ain't been acting right. My homies ain't been acting right. My money got it stacking right. Can't let them try to take my life. My plug ain't been acting right. The drugs ain't been smacking right. Money got it stacking right. Can't let them try to take my life. I said my girl ain't been acting right. My homies ain't been acting right. My money got it stacking right. Can't let them try to take my life. My plug ain't been acting right. The drugs ain't been smacking right. Money got it stacking right. Can't let them try to take my life. Bussin', bussin'. I done seen turn on they homies for nothing. I done seen talking in person do nothing. I done seen them fall off, used to be buzzing. Could give a f about y'all, y'all really be bugging. And if you check my call log, it's nothing but money. You can call me Paul Wall, you know how I'm coming. I get money five ways, I always be thumbing. And I feel like I'm the y'all niggas just plumbers. You don't even really rap, you just drop in the summer. Look, boy, better get home before supper. Get money screaming, yeah, like that nigga usher.